2-1 pitch. Bogart sends a drive to center field and deep. Gardner turns around and watches it fly! Oh, oh high and deep out to right field. Judge back and watching and it's gone! He got him as a Cub in 2015. And he got him as a Boston Red Sox tonight. Stanton, he had a bullet. Fly ball, right center field. Renfro is there and calling. He makes the catch and the Red Sox move on. The Red Sox advance to the American League Division Series against Tampa Bay and they eliminate the New York Yankees with a 6-2 win. And they're mobbing each other by the pitcher's mob. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park for today's episode of Not Another Sox Podcast. Now, let's meet the hosts, Jack Webster, Matt Galveo, and Matthew LeBeau. Hello and welcome to Not Another Sox Podcast. I am Jack Webster along here with Matt Galveo and Matt LeBeau. Inaugural podcast here. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick and uh, say one fun thing that you did over the summer? (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I'm uh, Matt Galveo. Um, So yeah, I'm pumped to uh, get the boys back here um, and record a funny story. Uh, This is actually our second time recording this first episode. Um, Tough look on me. Uh, Did not uh, did not get the audio uh, situated in the first one, Um, but we're back here. Uh, Thank you guys for uh, for joining me uh, again. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Talking some socks with the boys here and uh, look forward to uh, many more episodes to come. Yep, absolutely. That sounds, uh, feels like deja vu, but that's all right. I am Matt with two T's, um, and we can make the same joke. So we made in the last one about being less Portuguese and being French Canadian, but yeah, yeah. nonetheless, I feel like this is uh, this is good. This is the second time around, so we're we're ready to rock. First time was just a practice round. Yeah, you know, it was a prank. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a prank, exactly. Yeah. It was a you, prank. You knew what you were doing. You purposely did not record your own audio, yeah, just so we could keep talking with the boys here, because talking some Jack, socks after a big day. Because you know, Jack, I do not get enough of you uh, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, some uh, hey, we're working weekends now, some yeah. too. So uh, yeah, we, we don't get reminding me. Yeah, Thanks for yeah. reminding me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, nonetheless, I I've, I've been a Red Sox fan since I was five years old. Just excited to talk with the with the boys, just like um, you know we're, we're back like at the lunch times. table and yeah, elementary school or 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 back at work or or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just fun. We're gonna keep it loose, keep it funny and, and entertaining, and at least we will we will try. Now give me a snack pack. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's dive right into it here. Um, you know, Matt LeBeau, I know you were uh, you were at the game last night, uh, Red Sox Yankees wild card game here, and um, 
yeah, I mean, just describe that atmosphere. Um, you know, you're right in the thick of things, uh, right in the, uh, right in the Fenway crowd there. So what, oh, yeah. what was, uh, what was that like, man, last night? Now, you know, the juice, the October juice was flowing. Um, but definitely it was, it was an awesome time. It was an awesome atmosphere. I mean, in terms of sporting events, in terms of Red Sox games, in terms of, of Boston, um, big Boston sports games. I mean, it's, it's about as crazy of an atmosphere as I've ever experienced. And it's about as crazy of an atmosphere that I can probably say I probably will ever experience just hostile, but fun. The fans so engaged, everyone was so engaged. Fans were great. Fans were loud. Um, you know, it was, it was great. It, it, I just, I'm just so glad they, they won. They pulled it out. I mean, I've been, been thinking about it ever since. I know we're still all riding a high. So yes. it's like everything, everything, Absolutely. That you, like, like everything that you do today is like, nothing sucks. It's like you're pumping gas. Who gives a fuck? Red Sox beat the Yankees. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like stub your toe, greatest fucking stub toe you've ever had in your entire life. Red Sox beat the Yankees in a one game playoff. It's, it's awesome. It, you're just riding a high. So well, I think the uh, New York Post said it best uh, when they said uh, we're their daddies now. And I think that's absolutely true. I mean, uh, going back all the way to 2004, they have one win against us in the playoffs since uh, Dave Roberts stole that base. Yeah. And the Yankees have killed the turtle, by the way. Um, yeah. Bronx, yes. Bronxy's dead. It, it I it really seemed like just blatant animal abuse when they were pouring beer and champagne on him. He's not even you know twenty one, so I think a lot of the people should be arrested there. Um, yep. I've already been in contact with the FBI, the CIA. You Secret tagged Service. them on Twitter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They need to know that Bronxy died for their sins. Yep. And they're they're still not absolved of this because. It, it was just tragic the way that, you know, the second Hunter Renfro caught that ball and from uh, Garrett Whitlock uh, pitching in the ninth inning there, Bronxy died immediately. Immediately. And, he died. Yeah. He died. And, yeah, it, it's just straight-up animal abuse. Yep. Rest in piss. Bronxy. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you know, you got to feel bad. You got to feel bad for the young turtle. I mean, just gets abused by the Yankees. But the thing is, it's like it, 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 you had to know that you were going to kill the turtle. I mean, the Yankees are doomed as a franchise. I mean, it's just, it's not fair to that animal to bring him in and be like, you're our good luck charm. All of a sudden, like if I was a turtle, I'd be like, dude, like you guys stink, please. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. And then they sure didn't even shit. get to see him in Toronto because they weren't able to bring him in. They would have left so, him at the border. He he went to Fenway. He came uh, to Yankee Stadium, and then he came back to Fenway, and he just fucking died. And he died. Yep. <laughs> He's yep. in the Charles now. But uh, yeah. but also fuck Bronxy. So. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again, Jack. Fuck him. Fuck Bronxy. All my homies hate Bronxy. Anti-Bronxy podcast. <laughs> Anti-Bronxy for sure. Um, yeah, so just, uh, you know, let, let's get right into the game here. Um, you know, uh, early on, uh, you know, Bogey hits that that home run, um, you know, to put him up uh, early. And um, I feel like it Well, going actually before that, um you know, Stanton gets that big, uh, that big blast uh, that John Sterling had the fabulous call of. 
And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, just shy of the home run there. But Giancarlo uh, <laughs> Nocimbaro. <laughs> yep. Wait, did I mess up? What, what did I see here? Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine Joe Castiglione ever doing anything quite like that. No. Um, it was honestly pretty hilarious. I didn't see it until this morning, truth be told. But when I saw it, like I've probably watched that video a thousand times by now. If there is a way to put that video on a t-shirt, I would wear it every day. And... <laughs> oh, I mean, just absolutely amazing. And I, I know I've been, I've been saying this, but I think what he did was he just thought it was gone and he just started reading his cue card and he just looked up and all of a sudden he was on first and he, what did I do? What did I do? I mean, that is, that's just a classic quote, classic line. I mean, that, that's absolutely just, just the best. It, just so many things the Yankees like do and have done in the past three or four years where they just look so stupid. Like the, it started with the Aaron judge, like the New York, New York and the yep. concourse yep. in 2018. And then now like just so many freaking things. It's just, they're like, like almost like, they're like a more successful version of the Mets in a lot of ways. It's yeah. like they, they, just, they attract it to themselves. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. They just can't get out of their own way. It seems like exactly. with, the, with the, with the, with the antics, you know, with the off field antics, it's like, right. right. It's, it's, yep. it's crazy. But I mean, if, if Stanton connects on that one and that's in the monster, I mean, that's, you're oh, really... just about any other ballpark that's gone. That yeah. is like 50 rows into the, the seats there, and it's a 1-0 ball game. And he had yeah. another one later in the game that we'll get to as well. And I feel like that momentum just like instantly shifts if he cashes in on that hit. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. And honestly, it was like – I feel like it was like a boost for the Red Sox to, you know, have him pimp a single and – you know, not get into scoring position and then to get the next out. I mean, that was just, I feel like that was a momentum boost for the Red Sox. And was like, all right, we got out of this. You have all the only had like 11 or 12 pitches in the first inning, something like that. And then, you know, bottom of the first Xander. And honestly, it was so unexpected. It was just like, he's been struggling. Um, obviously Cole, so tough, especially in the early innings. And I mean, Xander just absolutely got a hold of one. And the place went on its head. It was just, it just yeah. absolutely erupted. It was, yeah. it was fantastic. Very, very timely. Very needed. Yeah. So I was at um, a bar with a boss of ours actually while we were watching the game in the first inning there. And of course, he's in enemy territory. I lived in New Jersey for a year, so I understand what that feeling's like. Um, but after that Bogart's two-run home run. Um, you know, I'm screaming. I grabbed onto him just by the shoulder there. He takes a chicken wing and lightly dabs it on my dress shirt after an event that we were just doing there. And everybody that we're with, we're grouped with like 10 people. They were just like, what the fuck are you doing? This is just the most out of pocket thing for an employer to do to somebody off of office hours. And he asked me personally twice to show up. And I was just like, sure, I'll come for one drink. And then he pulls that shit immediately. Show and up. yeah, he, show up he to get did, dabbed with sauce. 
Yeah, exactly. And he did Venmo me immediately for uh, my dry cleaning and everything. But it was so bad that he had to address it at our morning meeting today. Like he came in, you know, basically accepted that he was going to get shit on all day because his team is a fucking joke of a franchise that hasn't done shit since I was in middle school and won't continue to do shit until I have a middle schooler myself in 50 years. Yep. And <laughs> yep. It, but yeah, it, it was also fuck your future most... kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my dog is right here. <laughs> oh, Petey, good, good old Petey. No, For the people so watching I, on uh, YouTube, um, I'd, love, I'd love to like. Yeah, say there, he there he is. There he is. That that was the the first time I heard that story. So the last time when we were initially recorded, for everyone. That you told me that story and I never heard it before. You're saving it for the yeah. podcast, right? So now I heard the story once before. So I'd love to say that was the first time I heard it, but it wasn't. But the first time I heard it, I was absolutely like shook. I was just in shock. Yeah, because he's a very professional boss, very good to have for the oh, most absolutely. part. I mean, and so the fact that like if it was anybody else, I might have punched him in the fucking face. But oh, no, like I mean, that's yeah, that's like that's like such a disrespectful thing, and it's like short of also why waste your fucking chicken wing my shirt is you don't know where my shirt is (laughs) i don't know i i I definitely i got it at savers yeah that's the the dry cleaning is gonna cost more than the fucking shirt itself (laughs) and that's why we love you jack (laughs) yeah no big savers guy big savers guy guy. how do you know you you find some gems there uh (laughs) they find me yeah but it, it has been dubbed, uh, it has been dubbed Wingate. Um, and I did uh, make the, uh, you know, Castellanos reference in the middle of his uh, morning address, uh, which he definitely did. Uh, he appreciated. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, um, like you said, Jack, uh, Bogarts hits that home run. And then you, I, I feel like you just immediately felt, you know, even through the TV, you just felt that Fenway, um, you know, the emotion, the vibe in that building just uh, completely flipped. Um, and really, I, I feel like after that, that just shifted the momentum for the for the rest of the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was a little worried after that um, Schwarber home run. We got two guys on with no out. And I mean, credit to Clay Holmes right there, getting out of it with no runs. I actually thought that killed a little bit of momentum that we had there, but um Nate Valdi yeah, really kept us in that game, and I mean, he was the stud that night. Yeah, yeah. I know we touched on it a little bit earlier or the last show, but I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of them taking him out at the time. It was like I understood it because you know it was the third time through the order, and they've been burnt on that so many times this year. Um, so I, I kind of got it, but then they they brought in Brazier and Brazier gave up an absolute missile to Stanton. So, I mean, they got really lucky with the relay. I mean, you know, Kike and Xander cutting them down at home, cutting judge down at home. I mean, that's perfect execution there. Yeah. It it was an unbelievable send from my, and from my point of view that they would even get one run while still trailing while they, we're able to have second and third with one out. You have Gallo coming up. I know he has some swing and miss in his game, but you basically have two chances to drive both of those runs in and right. you killed yourself. You're inning there. 
Yep. And then, I mean, immediately after that, um, I think that was when Verdugo had that RBI double off of uh, Severino. And I feel, feel like that really killed any momentum that the Yankees might have had and really, you know, got us back into the swing of things, too. Yeah, no, you, that was uh, that was just the killer. That was absolutely the killer. The, the terrible scent. I mean, Phil Nevin, you know, baseball legend, but obviously, I mean, they the Yankee fans wanted him dead. D E A D last night. Fucking Much like Bronxy. Yeah. They, they want like everybody dead. Yeah. yeah. Rip in peace, Bronxy. Right. right. Um, but no, that I, I actually listened to the short porch uh, podcast today because I just wanted to hear them fucking cry. Yeah. And, you know, they want that. Apart from Judge and Stan, Yankees fans want to just clean house right now. Yeah. Because they, they had their core for the last five, six years now, Judge and Stan and everybody. And they haven't been able to do shit. They had their best chance. What was it in uh, 2017 or 2019 when they had uh, were facing the Houston Astros? Yep. And, you know, Altuve walked them off. And, I mean, since then, they have not become a better baseball team than they thought they were by adding Garrett Cole, who's the biggest fraud in baseball. But, um, you know, I can't see them winning with this same team right now, even with a few additions here. It's too tough of a division. I agree. Yeah. Well, you're missing missing it, Jack, uh, because uh, Aaron Boone did say the uh, MLB is catching up uh, to the Yankees. That's right. And that's why. So, I mean, they're, they're closing the gap. Really closing the gap, um, yeah. which is an it, it's absolute, only been 20 years. <laughs> yeah, which is an absolute bizarre thing to say, considering considering this core and this group with Aaron Boone hasn't even reached a World Series. Right. Right. Not only that, but now they've also lost to basically two entirely different Red Sox teams. 2018, obviously, the fingerprints were there. You had Bogarts. I mean, Devers was like like splitting time with Nunez. So he yeah. wasn't really like a true member of the core. Obviously, you had Vasquez, you had Sale. You know, a lot of the guys on, on that team have their fingerprints on this team. But, I mean, look at the guys that actually made up that outfield. Benintendi, yeah. Bradley, Betts. I mean, you, you lost to a completely different Red Sox team in 2018. You lost to them again. The same group lost to two different Red Sox teams now. I mean, like, if I'm a Yankee fan, I'm fucking losing my mind right now. Like, yeah. I would be losing my mind. And, I mean, I, I got to be honest, like, I, I I really like I don't feel bad because I fucking hate them and you know but I would I would be beside myself right now if I lost the one game playoff to the Red Sox and I was a Yankee fan like imagine if we were doing this and we just lost the Yankees I mean it's awful. I'd, I mean not to sound complacent but I mean I feel like this team didn't really have a lot of expectations uh, coming in especially after yeah. that lackluster 2020 year with Ron Renicky um right. but I mean I would obviously would have been bad if we lost the Yankees I feel like it would have been worse if we just didn't make it at all though which was looking like it might have been the case going into that last weekend of the uh, season there against the Nationals yeah. but this team showed up they've been resilient all year they've had their ups and downs but yeah. hopefully you can just stay hot here against the Rays moving forward as well <laughs> yeah no that, that that'd be great I mean the the way that Obviously, they came out and they came out swinging against the Yankees. That's what you needed to do. Um, and Garrett Cole, I mean, you know, $30 million fraud. I heard someone say last night, Kermit the Fraud. 
Kermit the Fraud. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kermit the Fraud. Yeah. Oh, gee, guys. Yeah. For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. Oh, what did he say last night? He's like, oh, I'm just sick to my stomach right now. I'm just yep. sick to my stomach. Like, <laughs> where, where, are you, like, where are you from? Like, where, yeah. What are you from? Like, a 1940s book? Like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah. I mean, and now, uh, Schwarber has took him deep, uh, you know, with the Pirates and now with the Yankees. Yeah, in a wild card in, in, game. In the wild card yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, he, he just doesn't know how to show up to the big moment. He never had to uh, when he was with the Pirates. Um, he didn't get the chance to in Game 7 against the Nationals in 2019. Yep. And now he's, you know, pooping the bed with the Yankees again. I don't even think he was particularly good in the – you know, kind of weird playoff situation that we had last year. They beat the Twins, but nope, anybody could beat the Twins uh, in the playoffs, it seems. Absolutely. In yeah. the words the of whole, uh, like, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. I was going to say the whole evil empire is back with Eric Hubs and him saying, you know, everyone, you know, fear the Yankees, Garrett Cole, you're going to win championships the next decade, every championship the next decade. He stinks. It's horrible. Yeah. In the playoffs, at least. He's a good pitcher, but he can't pitch in the playoffs. Which is what you're paying them for, really. And then, and they got how many more years? Like seven more years? Yeah, long time. Yeah, they, I think it was a ten. It was a. I think eight, you signed like a nine. Year. I think it was like a nine-year deal. Yeah. It, it was nine three twenty-four, I believe. So, I mean, you're making over twenty-five million or thirty-five million dollars a year, really, to not even be as good as any of these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just a tough look all yeah. around. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's his, you know, huge win for the Sox. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys had any other points that you wanted to touch on, um, you know, as far as a wild card game goes. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Did you guys have well, anything? No, I mean, it was just, just obviously wicked fun time. Um, a lot of, a lot of chirps at Yankee fans. You oh, know, yeah. you're right in the thick the- of it. Right in the thick of yeah. it, telling all the Guidos to get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, you're uh, people forget you are an ESPN legend. I was on ESPN. Yes. Yep, I was on uh, ESPN. You were. That's right. Drinking a uh, beer. Caught me drinking a beer. Uh, one thing I did want to touch upon about how poetic it was that Garrett uh, Whitlock was the guy that ended the Yankee season there. Yes. A guy they just gave up on that could have been a starter pitch, starting pitcher for them this year, even. Yep. And, you know, might be that for us down the road here. Ended your season because you literally gave him away to your uh, rival for free. Yep. And not only that, they gave us, you know, Adovino for free, who's had his ups and downs. I know he struggled recently, but I think he has pitched some really meaningful innings for us this year and probably will in October here. And not to mention, um, he got a cup of coffee this year, but uh, that kid, uh, Caleb Ort, was doing really well in Worcester. And they just gave up on all these guys and let him go to your rival for no money at all. It is, I don't, understand how Brian Cashman can still have a job after this offseason here. They got rid of Ottavino to clear luxury tax room to re-sign Brett Gardner. I mean, <laughs> just an all-time bad move. But also, Eovaldi, you know, I mean, he was a Yankee at one point, too. So he started the game. Whitlock finished it. Two former Yankee pitchers 
you know, sandwich the, the game. I mean, that's that's what you dream of as a Red Sox fan yeah. when you want to shove it in Yankee fans' face that it's like you had these guys. I mean, you yeah. know, Evaldi, he could easily be on the Yankees right now. They could <laughs> easily work something out to keep him. Um, so, I mean, you just absolutely have to love it. You have to love it. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what they brought up on the uh, on the ESPN on the Statcast broadcast that we were watch, that uh, that I was watching, and um, you know, right when uh, Whitlock came out uh, there in the ninth, um, you know, they mentioned it. They were like, you know, I don't know if Alex Cora, you know, uh, had this in mind, but uh, yeah, I mean, Garrett Whitlock finishing that game, um, and they they use those same words that you just said, Lebeau. Um, you know, it was really was poetic. I mean, uh, you know, it was a, it was almost like a, you know, a storybook ending to this, to this game where the guy that, you know, came from New York is now closing them out and uh, eliminating them from the postseason. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And that's, you have to just freaking love that as a Red Sox fan. You just have to love it. It's great. Yeah. We were lucky. We were lucky to be blessed with a freaking wild card game against the Yankees. I mean, dude, yeah. That's- like when I remember when the wild card game came out and the whole idea of it came out and it was like, all right, then we said, we're going to do this. The first thought in everyone's mind is what the fuck would happen if the Red Sox and the Yankees played in a wild card game? Yeah. Like that was like the first thought everyone had. And I just remember thinking like, it's going to happen eventually. Like it took a long time, but it right. happened. And I mean, it did not disappoint. It was, it was electric. It was electric man right no, and I, i'm a big fan of the one game wild card i think you know produce some good moments here uh throughout the season i know some people want it to be three games and i feel like i probably wouldn't even watch if it was for, you know half the opponents but one game yeah feed me that that's the thing it's like you're it's a battle between the, the best non-division winners you don't deserve multiple chances to get into the playoffs like it's a fight to the death yeah. one game playoff that's the position that you put yourself in by being an inferior team to someone in your division. I'm not saying that that means you're a bad team. It just means that you didn't win your division. That's the punishment you get, and you got to battle it out. So, and who knows what can happen? Who knows what can happen? I mean, the Yankees, they're veterans of the wild card game. They've been, I mean, they practically invented the fucking thing. I remember I watched them against, um, they played, I think they played Houston when they had, when Houston had Keuchel yep. back in the day. Uh, they beat the A's in 2018, Severino pitched. He was really pitched really well in that game. That was a fun game to watch. Yeah. That one um, against the Twins, I think, right? I'm not sure. They played a series against the Twins pretty recently, right? I, I think really? they played a series oh, okay. against the Twins. They yeah. Maybe that was 2019 when they yeah. faced them because that does feel familiar where, like, the one of the teams grabbed an early lead and then basically – the Yankees just kind of throat fuck them throughout the rest of the game there. And then, you know, same thing. They didn't end up doing shit the rest of the year. Yeah. That might have been – that actually might have been 2018 uh, because we faced the Yankees in the first round. So that means that um, – 2018, they played we, the yeah. A's. They played oh, the A's. It was, okay, it was the A's then, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe 2017, the, the year they broke out. I think they might have beat the Twins in the wild card game. I think that's the one that I'm thinking of then, yeah. It broke out that year, and then they lost, obviously, on the Altuve. Or that, that was 17? Yeah. Uh, no, 17, they lost in a game seven. I think even – it might have been like Charlie Bourne who threw like a complete game or something. 2019 was the Altuve home run because I was at a New York City bar 
when yes. what was it? Uh, DJ LeMayhew hit that go ahead home run, and it was as loud as any other place I've you know been before. And then for Altuve to hit that walk off home run, it was silent. They changed the music like right away after oh, yeah. that That's season awesome. over. Yep, it it was absolutely great. It was like me and like two other Red Sox fans uh, just like lightly cheering because we yeah. didn't want to get stabbed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. we're, we're in Manhattan at least. It's not like we're right. deep in the Bronx or. Uh, any other or like Staten Island, God forbid. Staten Italy, <laughs> you. What's this Oh man, but um, that would up your street cred, Jack. Really, if you got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would have had to stab them back and get like a teardrop tattoo to show that I killed <laughs> yeah. a man before. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, I'm glad it didn't happen, and I'm glad the Yankees are still just a joke of a fucking franchise. Yep, they are. They are. I mean, it's just it's fucking awesome, really. I mean, I can't say enough. It, I'm just just beaming all day today that you actually eliminated the Yankees in a yeah. one game playoff, especially after that sweep. The Vasquez dropped third strike, and then the Judge double. I mean, that was devastating. I remember where I was, like like mentally after that game. And after that stand, that judge double and the Stanton home run after the double, and it was like, dude, like this can't get any worse. And then yeah. it kind of had 2011 vibes almost. Oh, I mean, I, I know 2011 we had like a nine game lead heading into September or some something like that. Yeah. And you know the expectations were different this year, and we weren't in that same position. But it felt like the sky was falling at that point. And then you know you lose two out of three to the Orioles and. You basically have to sweep the Nationals to save your season because yep. the Blue Jays weren't lo- going to lose to the Orioles. There, there wasn't a chance of that, and you no. know the Mariners were in it, and uh, you know um, Yankees were still, um, uh, you know, in that hunt as well. You kind of assume that that wild card game was going to be played at, at Yankee Stadium, and I feel like that really did change a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it definitely did. And I mean. Um, you know, kind of what we touched upon the first time we recorded really was that, um, you know, no one really thought that this Red Sox team would, you know, maybe make it, um, you know, this far to the ALDS. And, um, you know, after a, a really shitty 2020 campaign, um, you know, I mean, this was this was something that was unexpected. Um, Absolutely. But I mean, it's it's a gift, really. I mean, it, it's great that we're, we're on the eve of game one of the, the ALDS against a, a very good team in the Rays. Yeah. No, I, like I said, I mean, it, it, it is, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a gift. This team definitely earned it. They're exactly. a good team. And, you know, like I remember going back to the deadline and it was like, you got Robles and you got Schwarber and you got big fudge. And it was like, <laughs> you know, the, the moves were obviously criticized, which rightfully yeah. so. I mean, at the time you desperately needed a first baseman, obviously since so then Bobby has absolutely exploded. So a lot of those issues have worked themselves out, but Schwarber was obviously the guy that you wanted. Like the first few weeks after they made the deal, obviously it looked bad because he didn't even suit up, but you know, and Rizzo was like on fire. So I was like, Oh, they should have got Rizzo. But I mean, Schwarber was the guy. He, he definitely was the guy they needed. So he gets on base, hits home runs, he hits freaking bombs. I mean, you gotta love it. Just, um, it just ended up being a oh, good, that, good yeah. move. And that was a great bat no, to I, I, right at the deadline. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. No, he, he did absolutely amazing with the Nationals. He was hitting leadoff home runs. Like, it was nobody's business in the month of uh, June and July there before he got hurt. Yep. And, I mean, I you know, I'm still even a little questionable about him at first. He's uh, shown definitely that he's not experienced there, and that's why it's really good that uh, Bobby Dahlback has actually stepped up. But now, oh, yeah. um, you know, that problem kind of fixed itself with uh, J.D. Martinez mm. getting hurt in the most bizarre way possible. And yep. quite frankly, a game that he shouldn't have been playing the outfield in because National League rules are dumb. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of ironic. Yeah, it it's is. Kind of ironic it is. To, lose your, to lose your DH running out to the outfield because you have to – you know, bat your pitcher. I mean, it's, it's really, it is bullshit, but I mean, he did, he is going to be on the roster for the division series. So we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll heal fast and yeah. he can. You know, another reason why it's dumb is you had to take Tanner Houck out after five perfect innings, just because his uh, uh, spot in the order came up. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't even disagree with that. You kind of, also have to be in the mindset that now he's going to be pitching big innings out of the bullpen come October, which he did on um, Tuesday night there in the wild card game. So that's why I I don't disagree with him taking him out right there in that game. But um, I think he's going to be a major weapon through for us. He can pitch two, three innings, depending on how many times he goes around the order and how much he's been used. So I actually feel pretty confident with this pen moving forward into the playoffs here. I do too. I and you like, yeah, you had mentioned LeBeau the first time that we, uh, you know, when we recorded earlier on, I mean, um, it, it's a sneaky deep bullpen. Um, and now that you can add Hauk, who's, you know, he's 18 up, 18 down his last, you know, the last 18 batters he's faced. I mean, if you can get that, what he did last night, if you can get that going forward in the playoffs, I mean, that's, that's huge. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, you have, you have some guys now that you can go to where you're kind of deep. It's, it's kind of coming together all at once. That, that's how it works. I mean, you know, bullpens, there it's very fluid. It, it changes. It's like 2018, Frazier came out of nowhere. Uh, ironically, it looks like you're kind of doing that again. Um, this year, it looks like now Hauk is going to solidify himself as, as a bullpen option, so that got bolstered there. And then who knows? I mean, another guy could find himself. Obviously, you have Whitlock. He's one of the best relievers in the game. Um, but, you know, you got Robles. You got Adovino. I mean, who knows? Maybe Matt Barnes can turn around. I mean, if they can give him some outings, maybe get his feet underneath them. So many things can happen. The playoffs, bottom line is the playoffs is a crapshoot. You don't know what's going to happen. You sneak in, you get some momentum, bats get hot. All of a sudden you're looking at, you know, game seven of the ALCS and anything can happen. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals are tied with the Dodgers right now in the top of the fifth inning. I just like, was looking I mean, back. He, yeah. The boy, uh, Max yeah. Scherzer do it on the mound, Jack. Yeah, I know. Big Mac Scherzer guy, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Nationals are my second team growing up in the D.C. area. Sox are always going to be number one in my heart here, and it filled me with so much joy that the Nats lost games and got a better draft pick, and the Sox won those games to give my um, favorite team uh, an actual chance in the playoffs here. Yeah, now. So that was, it was that a was really very... it was a win-win. It was a win-win. Yep, very, very good storyline for, for you specifically being from the D.C. area and, yeah. you know, having the Red Sox sweep the Nationals to get into the, the playoffs. And, yeah, you're going to get a better draft pick out of it for the Nats. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. But the Nats, they lost a lot of guys this year. They, they, you know, 
tore it they're apart. They're gonna be they're gonna be shit for a while here. Right. But yeah, they did it, it, it's just the reality of the situation. They did it right though. I mean, they didn't overspend. They spent when they needed to. They developed talent. Um, they got the ring. They got the ring. That's all that matters got, at the end. They got of the World Series ring. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So it's really but, all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we like like we mentioned earlier, we we're, we're on the eve of Game One of the ALDS against uh, you know the Rays. Um. Very very talented team. Um. So yeah, Game One tomorrow night, seven o'clock at the Trop. Um. Yeah, Full house, I imagine. Yeah, uh, Pack Barn. Uh, yeah. at the Apparently, drop. they've only sold like 25,000 tickets there. So if you want, you can buy them phase value still, which was not the case for uh, Fenway Park the other it night. It's unbelievable. Sometimes I wish. Is it unbelievable? I, I totally believe it. Yeah. 100%. Well, well, it's unbelievable as far as like a uh, an actual professional sports team not being able to uh, sell out a playoff game. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Well, yeah. While they knew they were going to be that top card right, for right. at least a week now, and probably even beyond that, realistically, like it, I like, I I actually had tickets for the wild card game on Tuesday, and I ended up having to sell them, and they could have sold for you know double the amount that I paid for them just because people wanted to go to that game and you know actually experience um, you know Red Sox Yankees, but. It's a little bit of a different feel, Red Sox, Rays. I mean, I know we there's been bad blood in the past, but because there's been so much turnover between these two teams, I don't feel like there's true bad blood right now. Yeah, no, I agree. There's definitely – the organizations have some some intensity. I remember going back to, you know, Johnny Gomes and, you know, the Coco Crisp, James Shields, that brawl there with fucking Johnny Gomes wailing on, on Coco Crisp's back and – um, definitely some, some bad blood, some anger. Like I hate Tampa. Like I associate the Rays with just so much hatred, like the cowbell, that fucking cowbell. It would like after the first couple of games, that's going to be, I'm going to go to bed, like hearing that freaking cowbell yeah. and it's going to, it was be, like those boo-boo-zalas in the world. Oh, couple yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like that. It's just like that. And it, it torments you. And like when that place gets loud, it does kind of get loud, although it's a dump. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't like playing there. It's always a horror story with the Red Sox in Tampa. There's always a fucking tragedy yeah. like this, this season with the, what was it? The pass ball, Pavetta, he was throwing a perfect game. Yeah. yeah I think he threw like six and change, uh, no hit ball. And then, um, yeah, I think it was a Matt Barnes wild pitch or a pass ball, like one zero game. And, I actually just looked it up. We went eight and 11 against the Rays this year. If we went nine and 10, I would even have a better feeling because that means one game kind of might've actually swung something here, but they, they played better against us uh, this year. And I mean, they played well against, you know, just about everybody else. It seems like, you know, uh, they're able to just pick any prospect out of Durham and have them be an ace, have them actually be an impactful bat. And I mean, they're yeah. still one of the top ranked farm systems in baseball year in and year out because they, you know, are kind of forced to uh, trade away anybody that's uh, approaching free agency and is, has any value at all, which, yeah. which is sad for a team that's been consistently good over the last decade for the most part now. Yeah. yeah it's hard. It's hard to get the fan base behind them when they don't have players to root for. I mean, you, you know, I, they have some good players there now, but uh, I mean, 
you know, they, they're going to trade most of the guys. If you're a fan and, and you're trying to like fall in love with the team or fall in love with the player, I mean, how can you? Because, you know, they're just going to get traded. Yeah. And it's how it works over there. So. <clears throat> exactly. So just uh, fucking move them. <laughs> God damn it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Montreal. Montreal. Well, there, there, I, I, there was talk. I'm actually on the Nashville train, but uh, I can yeah. I can still fuck with uh, Montreal still. I just think the Montreal is a good fit because there's a natural rivalry there between Boston and Montreal because of the hockey rivalry. Yep. Um, I think that now you have another rivalry with Toronto and Montreal. Yep. You have a Canada rivalry. Um, geographically, it makes so much sense. I mean, Montreal is closer to Boston than Nashville, and same with New York and obviously Toronto. So um, probably about the same for Baltimore, even probably about the same. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore would be the most Southern team. So, I mean, yeah, I, I like either idea. I would love to go watch the Red Sox play in Nashville. I think that sounds awesome. I'd also like to watch them in Montreal, but hmm. yeah, they need to get the fuck out of Tampa is the, is the, the overwhelming mainly because the fans don't give a shit. They're not even in Tampa. They're in St. Petersburg. And I hear Rays fans complain like, we have to cross a bridge. It takes so long. I I leave work at 530 and I can make it up to Boston from Providence in an hour and a half for the game. Stop complaining. Actually show up to these games. They blame the ownership. They blame everybody except for themselves. And by the way, St. Petersburg is about uh, 350,000 people. It's real. It's not a small area. Even no. uh, when you take Tampa out of the equation, it's, right. it's absolutely disgraceful for baseball. I mean, I've done inexcusable things to go to Fenway park. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, there's nothing I wouldn't do or wouldn't sacrifice to go to a Red Sox game. It's like, you, you get you cross a bridge okay give me a fucking break have you ever been there like the parking lot is so easy the, the ballpark's so accessible you walk right in i mean everything is just so like they make it as easy as possible for these people and they just like there's like no we're just, we're just not gonna we're just not gonna go it's a dump it's a horrible place yeah. but, and then you see jet blue park for a spring training game sell out a lot of times packed it's, yeah. it's it's like an eight thousand person venue and you see more people there on a tuesday afternoon than on a Saturday you know, night at the drop for yeah. a practice game. Yeah, it's it's no, it's it's yeah. really sad. I agree, it's really sad. Move the Rays, and also I'd love to see them go to those Devil Ray uniforms. Those are oh, awesome. those. Dev- I, those I, are I'm not awesome. gonna lie. I have a Wade Boggs uh, Devil Rays jersey, and it is very very icy. That's it's one of the best uniforms in sports history for sure. Florida, yeah. Florida has a very good track record with uniforms. If you yes. look at different sports and not a lot else, no, <laughs> no. even outside, especially specifically outside of sports too. <laughs> right. Cause now, because now they have the lightning, they have Tom Brady there and uh, with the Buccaneer. So sports wise, they're actually doing pretty well, but yeah. uh, it's just Florida in general that um, is designed by hell itself yeah artist artist tough artist yeah. tough yeah yeah oh man but uh yeah i know what do you guys got for uh predictions for uh for this series um real quick yes i can get a timeout before sure. we jump into predictions sure sure 
I just want to mention how fucking terrible Alex Rodriguez is. Oh I, yeah, like, like, I yeah, just don't want us to skip times. over it because yes. that's. I feel like there needs no, to be a focal yeah, this, point. this is a very good thing to touch upon yes. here. Yeah, he is the was. absolute worst, and he needs to be removed from a national broadcast. If he wants to be a Yankee announcer, that's totally fine. But it's he's not even trying to hide it. Really, he's yeah. not even trying to hide it. It's unbelievable. Well, it's bad. I, I'm just very glad that uh, ESPN at least does that stat cast version now with. Uh, Jason Minetti and Mike Petroselli because it's honestly a pretty good product that actually learned something from it, which I've never done from A-Rod or Matt Vaskersian. Um, But yeah, now that Matt Vaskersian's out of Sunday Night Baseball too, I almost feel like it's more likely that they're going to just move on from A-Rod and uh, just put a whole new crew together for Sunday Night Baseball, which they should. And I mean, there's plenty of good options out there. Hopefully, Dave O'Brien's Dave O'Brien. not yep. <laughs> with us, uh, you know, moving forward here either. Mike Monaco, uh, 2022. It, it, absolutely, <laughs> yes. This is a Mike Monaco, uh, um, Mike Monaco yeah. podcast. We are pro. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we all love Don Orsillo, but I, and I was optimistic about Dave O'Brien, but he's just gone worse and worse and worse over the right. years. Yes, Matt. What were you gonna say? You 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 were saying something. I, you... Oh, oh uh, no. predictions, predictions. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 not that. Um, no, just going off the. Uh, well, Jack hey, had Ron. Jack had told me to uh, you know switch over to the Statcast broadcast. And I just wanted to say that is uh, a thousand times better than Good. the yeah. than the ESPN broadcast. Great, and, and like Jack, like you were saying, they 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 hit you with stats that you know, you normally wouldn't get with really any type of broadcast, baseball, football, hockey. Um, that's just honestly a, a great product that they have there. Um, and I know Dave, o, Dave O'Brien. Uh, I know uh, Matt. LaPoe, There's Finnegan's yeah, they, uh, rainbow. Finnegan's rainbow. That's, that's what I also wanted to bring up as well. Uh, don't know the reference. I, I still don't know the reference. I haven't even nope. looked it up. So nope. um, no idea what that means. Never heard it. Don't care to hear it ever again. I know uh, there's like one person listening. Like, how do three guys not know what Finnegan's Rainbow yeah. is? It's from a Charles yeah. Dickens poem from 1835. He would he would definitely be the kind of guy that yeah. would be like upset about it and try to like plead his case. Be like, well, Finnegan's Rainbow is a reference to you. You've heard of this. You just don't yeah. even know it. Yeah, like fuck you, Dave O'Brien. <laughs> Give me a goddamn break. I hope he gets the ESPN job. That would be awesome. Mike Monaco. I mean, we were talking about this on the podcast uh, earlier. Um, Monaco, he probably cost uh, the Nesson so much less than O'Brien anyways. And, you know, O'Brien can get another job. I mean, fuck him. He's just annoying and boring. And They thought Orsillo was going to be boring when he took the job back in 01 or whatever. And then, like, everyone was just like, no, this guy's awesome. He's, He's had legit. such iconic moments like him and uh, and Remy. And, I mean, the, the two of them were just absolutely perfect the chemistry between them was oh. unbelievable um you know my one of my favorite ones was ju- uh the pizza the pizza video that you that you watch oh. the dude uh, the, the pizza, pucks video, the pizza. It, that's an all-time every anniversary when it comes up on like my twitter feed or whatever i watch the entire like five minute video and i laugh every single time it's impossible oh, it's, not yeah. to. it's absolutely hilarious and i mean you, there's so many moments the uh, the funniest one is when the, the guy groped his girlfriend. Yes, he set up yeah. on YouTube, and they're just they're oh, laughing, my. and they're they're like squeak laughing, and they're yeah. just like they're incoherently making just words that make no sense, and then and then Orsola tries to go back and he tries to announce the game, and he goes Marquez, and he's just like he's trying to get out <laughs> Nick Marquez. <laughs> 
I thought this was a funny show. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is truly not just like one of the best or silver Remy moments. That is one of the funniest broadcast moments in sports history. I don't care what anyone says. I would be hard pressed to find I, a fun. I only wish Dennis Eckersley was on that call oh, right oh, then and there. Oh my God. Uh, I, I might have peed myself if uh, I oh. heard Eck being like, and he just grabs the titty. <laughs> he just like out of nowhere. <laughs> I gotta have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so time to party. Three, yeah, yeah. Probably about three years ago, I went to a Q&A at Bryant University with Dennis Eckersley there. And I asked him uh, afterwards where they have a fan questioning thing. Like, it's like, how do you maintain such a Hall of Fame caliber mustache? He's like, I don't know. I just keep growing it out. And then, you know, afterwards, I'm able to get a photo with him. I'm like, hey, thanks for asking my question. He's like, uh, which one were you? I was like, the mustache one. He's like, ah, yeah. Fucker gets grayer by the day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, the, like, I wish we could just have like a rated R version where we could oh. just let Eck rip it out on there oh, and actually say what he wants. Like it, it, that would be my fit. Uh, it would be must watch TV every single night. Yep. And that's yeah. really what I think they should do with like all sports. There should definitely be a version where they have the broadcasters just be able to really just, just let it fly and just be able to really just call the game. However they really want to. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I actually believe it or not. I think we're getting closer and closer to things like that with, um, like the, with Barstool, yeah. Like with with those guys, like the live stream, the Twitch streams. I mean, even like like we're a Statcast broadcast on ESPN. I feel like ten years ago we were probably so far away from that to now ESPN doing that. Like they're such a prim and proper, like yeah. politically correct. Like you know, I'm not saying that Statcast is you know they're they're banging hookers on on the there, but doing just feel a lot cooler if they were. Yeah, absolutely. I, I won't watch, but I feel like it's just so far away from like ESPN's, uh, I guess, like ideologies. So yeah. I think I think we're getting closer and closer to like sports broadcasting doesn't need to be this boring, mundane, you know, suit and tie, like, you know, by the book thing. It can be fun. It can be exciting. It doesn't have to be like, you know, family oriented. Exactly. So we're getting closer. So. Hopefully that's uh, somewhere in the near future. Fuck them uh, kids. <laughs> yeah, fuck them kids. And fuck Bronxy. Yeah, exactly. And fuck Bronxy. Rest sucks. in piss. Rest in piss, Bronxy. Rest in the Charles. He's in the river. Yeah. Some fucking cement shoes. Hopefully dead. <laughs> this is just like the town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the departed. Ben Affleck. By the way, um, ben Affleck killed um, him. One last thing about that last Yankee series that we actually even forgot to touch upon the uh, first time recording here. How about that New York Post uh, thing about like why Boston oh, is so much God. worse than New York? We put we posted it on our Twitter so we can uh, save you guys a link here yeah. uh, or click here, I should say. But like it was just made up things. I've lived in New England for eight, nine years plus now. I've only ever heard people say wicked ironically. I've never really heard anybody use it seriously. I've heard nobody actually call a bean town outside of Boston either. I no. think that's something that just needs to fucking die. 
And I feel like people that are outside of Boston call it that more than the people. Like no one that actually no 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 one here calls it that. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. That none none of those things are accurate. But and- Jack, the one thing that we you know we were talking about at, uh, when we were having lunch yesterday was the. Um, uh, the happy no hour. happy hour the happy hour yeah, thing no, that 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 was, was the only one on that list that was legitimate it's illegal to have a happy yes. hour like yep. g- give me some boozy deals here yeah that, <laughs> which is the stupidest fucking rule of all time yeah we're, we're a bunch of fucking puritans yeah that's ridiculous. our ball is on a budget man yeah, that is that is absolutely absurd rule. but yeah but the new york post i mean and then the girl with the there's so many just like Clearly photoshopped on. I feel bad for that, you know, just stock image woman that uh, <laughs> yeah, that they had to use for that, that, you know, blew up on social media and was in, you know, every newspaper stand in New York City. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I mean, she's like giving up, giving a peace sign. Right. And <laughs> yeah. And they're just the, the spoofs were like, how many innings did Garrett Cole last? <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. do. Or yeah. how many runs did the Yankees score? And it's just, <laughs> this is her. No, no, no. I mean, it, it's just, it's constant New York and the Yankees just putting their foot in their mouths. And like you said, Matt, the way you, way you worded it was perfect. They can't get out of their own fucking way. They just can't. It, it's just, they always do something that's just stupid and then it comes back to bite them. And it's what like, was the thing? Sorry, you go saw ahead. that you saw that New York Post cover and it was just like, you knew it was going to happen. You knew, you knew it. it. You knew it. You knew it. What was the thing Aaron Judge did earlier? He hit a home run against the Astros and then he like he did like a celebration where he, he like. Oh, yeah. Where he covered it up. Pretending that he was hiding up the uh, buzzer or whatever. And then the very next inning, El Tuve hit like a walk off home run or something. Something yeah, like that. Was yep. just, just it, it was that series at least. I don't oh, remember okay. if it was the same exact game or anything, okay. but I thought it was. I, I know he, I know he did that weekend. Or like yeah. Yankees had a big lead, Chapman blew it, and then like just walk off home run from Altuve with like nobody expecting it, just to really just give that middle finger right back to him. Yeah, and that was like, like this always freaking happens with them. It just always does. They just can't get. Also, out of if the you're way. still upset about the Astros, move on with your life. Find 100%. a hobby. Seek Jesus. <laughs> Go to church. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jesus they like and the Yankees, the, the Yankee fans, they say they, they got robbed of a World Series. I mean, the Dodgers fans have much more of a gripe to say that they actually lost in the World Series. There's no guarantee that the Yankees, if they made it to the World Series and played the Dodgers, there's no guarantee they would have beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers gave the Astros a really good series, a really good, really good competition. That series, we lost to them in that ALDS, and I've not heard one Red Sox fan be like, "We got chipped that year." No. And I mean, there was less of a chance of us actually winning it all this year. But even still, like it, it, it's it's pathetic that it's just that. Well, it is two fan bases. Dodgers have a legitimate gripe, but yeah. Yankees will never let it go, and they're, and they're not going to win until they let it go because they're just making excuses for themselves. Yep. 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 Fuck Bronxy. Fuck Bronxy. I Fuck think that's Bronxy. really I think that's really what everyone can agree on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whether the Astros cheated or not, whether you know the Red Sox might go on to win the World Series, who knows? We all can agree that Bronxy is a fucking clown and 
he is dead. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, I'm also glad he's <laughs> he dead. He died immediately. Immediately. They don't call him Hunter Renfro from, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he, caught, he caught that ball and immediately killed a turtle. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, well, hey, uh, I remember earlier this year, like, he had that photo with, like, a fish at, like, a golf yeah. course or something. Like, yeah. he, he knew exactly what he was fucking yep. doing. Yeah. <laughs> he caught the ball into his glove, and he, and he said, I just fucking killed Bronxy. <laughs> yeah, no, he caught it with his uh, left hand. He stomped that fucking turtle's yep. head with his right foot. Yep. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, Jesus awesome. Christ. Who who's the idea? Well, mastermind behind the the turtle was it Cortez? I want to say it, it was Cortez. I believe yeah. it's his turtle. Yeah. So. Oh yikes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One less mouth to feed, I guess. Probably, uh, <laughs> honestly, probably the only Yankee I like right now. I can really dig the yeah. mustache. I'm not gonna lie. And he, you know, was a journeyman. It's not like he was a Yankees prospect. He was on the Orioles. The Orioles gave up on him, and then he was on. The Yankees actually pitching many uh, meaningful innings throughout the postseason. Oh, yeah. If he he's, was on he's... any other team, I would I would I would have loved him. But uh, because he's on the Yankees, he can um, uh, suck on a chode and die. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, fuck him, yeah. fuck his, <laughs> fuck his turtle. But no, I mean he had he has made a good comeback, and I mean he's he's got good stuff. But fuck him. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I guess we'll uh, wrap things up. Um, you know, fuck Bronxy, and um, yeah. you know we will. Uh... Bronxy, <laughs> fuck Bronxy, and uh, let's get some predictions here. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll go off. Uh, I'll start off here. Um, so yeah, Red Sox Rays game one tomorrow night. Um, I will go uh, Rays in, in four. Um, I think both of these offenses <clears throat> really cancel each other out. I think they obviously both can can explode. Um, I think it's going to come down to pitching. Um, hopefully the red, you know, the, the Rays. I know obviously the bullpen, um, you know, the bullpen is their, their bread and butter. Um, you know, they got a rookie going in game two, um, you know, in the Red Sox, you know, they got Eovaldi sale, um, we'll get Erod in game one. So, you know, hopefully, uh, I know that that doesn't blow up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to say, uh, a ruggle raisin four here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that anything can happen. It's the playoffs. The Red Sox won four in a row now, playing some pretty good ball. Um, the Rays, a lot of young rookie pitchers uh, in that rotation there. I mean, they're going against, what, McClanahan, then Baz. Um, I mean, like I said, anything can happen. I'm going to go Sox in five because I think that if they win one in Tampa, I think they're in really good shape because you get Sale, Eovaldi, and then, you know, game four, you're playing Fenway, game five, anything can happen in game five, obviously. Um, I think key to the game is if the Red Sox can get out ahead early, chase the, the opener or the starter, whatever they're, they're actually doing, um, and just kind of consistently hit. If they go cold, they're screwed because the Rays are going to put up runs. The Rays are going to score. They got a good offense and they're consistent. But if they can just avoid those really like cold snaps where it goes nine through the order and no one gets on, then I think that they'll be fine. And I think that they can easily win this series. It'll be, it'll be challenging. I'll say Sox and five. Uh, so 
the first time we recorded, I said socks and five. There's no way I'm not going to say socks in a series presenting itself here because this team can actually beat you know, any team in a best of five series. Obviously, the Rays are the favorite here. You can look at Vegas. You can look at anybody else. So my brain says Rays and five, but my heart says socks and five. So it, like you guys are saying, really comes down to the pitching here. Um, you know, they're kind of always able to Frankenstein together a bullpen and a starting rotation uh, to, you know, get the most value out of those guys inning by inning. I think they do that better than anybody else in baseball here, but we still have enough talent to actually compete here. And uh, if we can steal one in Tampa, win two at Fenway, that's all that you really need to do. And even if you need to win an additional one in Tampa for a game five here, um, I think that's still very possible. I think both teams are, you know, um, you know, really put it all on the line these first few games. So it really comes down to who can outlast each other in this series here. And I think the Red Sox have a very good possibility of doing that. They've won four in a row now. It's, uh, you know, not what you might've expected after a little bit of a cold streak there to end the season, sure. but this team uh, can actually compete. And I think the Rays are going to be the hardest team that they're going to face in this plus year. Unless they somehow run into the Dodgers or giants in the world series, but that's a worry for another day. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, like I said, you hit the nail on the head. It's a playoff. Anything can happen. Teams get hot. I mean, some teams, worst teams have won world series. I mean, the Royals, the Marlins, I'm not saying because they're bad franchises, but if you actually look at those teams, you know, one through 25, they didn't have the talent that, that the, this Red Sox team has. And I would say that this, the league right now is kind of in a, in a spot where anyone can win. Obviously the Dodgers and the Giants are amazing, but you know, the world series is like, anything can happen in the world series. You just got to get there. You know, I mean, look at the Nats. Nats beat the Astros. The Nats were, they weren't a better team than the Astros. They, they, they weren't just, a better team than the Dodgers. Right. Right. They weren't a better team than really anyone in the playoffs, but they, they still got hot. They got some really timely pitching from, you know, some guys that wanted the baseball and that that's, that's the formula. Just, just fucking win. It's not that hard. Al Davis, and fuck that? Bronxy. Yes. I, I don't know why more people just don't do it. They yeah. just win. It's just so easy. Win. It's win. it's an easy formula. Keys to the game, just win. You have a 50% chance at winning. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Just fucking win. Just win, baby. Just win. Yep. That'll yeah. be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And, I mean, we have fucking playoff baseball, a full series, not a wild card game, a full series. We have three more games guaranteed. That's awesome. If you, to- if you told me that in February or March, I would have signed on the fucking line that is dotted immediately. You know, you take that every day of the week. I love it. I love all day. It. Yep. All day. Um, all right. So, Jack, I know you're the big uh, social media guy. So, uh, if you want to break it down uh, for everybody, uh, let us know what we're on, where we're at, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, most likely, if you found this episode, there's a good chance you found it through our Twitter here. Uh, NAFS podcast nasp podcast not another socks podcast uh we are also on tiktok we haven't posted anything yet i believe it's the same handle i know uh matt lebeau set it up here 
And uh, he uh, will be big. he will be twerking on camera if I the Sox twerk. win the series. Yeah, we're 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 gonna be doing some Addison Ray dances. Uh, <laughs> we're also on MySpace, uh, myspacecom slash podcast. Uh, we really post some exclusive content on there because we know that only the true fans are gonna be able to you know yep. uh, access it and everything. So um, I think all of our nudes are on there right now. So yeah. if you want to try looking it yeah. up. Um, see some you know really just nice white male bodies um you can look it up just there peak, and peak, then, uh, finally peak we're bodies on, yeah, yeah yeah uh we're on ask jeeves yeah. um you I can ask us anything on there and we'll get back to you as soon as possible um jeeves might become a fourth person on this podcast here depending on how things go he was a little hesitant for that first episode, but I think Jeeves is actually going to come out and um, uh, really talk some socks here. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Obviously, that's what we signed up for when, uh, when we were talking about the podcast. I was like, we should do a podcast. And Jack was like, yeah, I can get fucking Jeeves. I was like, I mean, are you yes. talking about Mr. Ask? I mean, Mr. Ask, if you can get Mr. Ask on the podcast, that's... <laughs> That'd just be absolutely unbelievable. And so that's why we're here. You know, also we're on Yahoo Answers. Yep. Um, yep. So. Rest in peace. Yep. Rest in peace. Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Yahoo Answers. That's a Unlike Bronxy. Yeah. Unlike Bronxy. Yeah. 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 They're, they're Yahoo both Answers dead. will be missed. Bronxy will not. Not be missed. Nope. No. But uh, <laughs> all right. I think that uh, wraps up uh, episode number one. Um, it'll be yeah. out uh, out tomorrow, uh, so you can check that out before the uh, the Sox take on the uh, the Rays tomorrow night. Um, yeah. Go Sox! So looking forward to Go it. Sox. Go Sox! Um, and yeah, peace. See you guys. Fuck Bronxy. Yeah. Fuck. fuck Bronxy. Well, yeah. Fuck Bronxy. Bronxy out forever. <laughs> Peace.